Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is to move in or not move in. It's crazy that we haven't done an episode about this. I was just realizing it. We've never talked about moving in, you know, for an entire episode. So this is going to be a fun one. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, why roasting each other is secretly making your relationship stronger. This is like, this is all Angela. I know. When I I saw that headline, I was like, thank God. Thank God. And things you'll notice if your partner is not ready to move in. Uh, Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including one listener who's worried about moving in with her BF and another whose BF is allergic to her very old cat. (laughs) I feel like that won't be a problem for very long. Yeah. But first, Angela, what's going on in your week? Um, well, so I found a really funny story on Twitter that I can't believe is real, but apparently it is. And I wanted to share it with you. Please tell me. So I follow this writer named Mariah Smith. Her Instagram, or I'm sorry, her Twitter handle is at Mariah. Uh, she's really funny. She's a great writer, but she had this story recently. I'm going to read it to you guys. She was in a coffee shop eavesdropping and she said, There's a bride sitting across from me in a coffee shop near tears telling her friend on the phone about an issue she's having with her fiance. I, and this is now a quote from the bride. I bought these shoes with a really low heel and all I asked for my wedding day was to not be taller than him. He's only a smidge taller than me and I refuse to wear flats on my wedding. Oh my God, bridezilla. Oh (laughs) no. Wait, so, so I asked him to get lifts. Like, I don't know how it fucking works, but get a lift. He couldn't even figure that out. I've sacrificed so much for this wedding. I converted and he couldn't even figure out how to get a fucking lift for his shoes. Okay, this is really funny. I know I said Bridezilla, but I also like feel her pain because it's just so funny. It's just a funny story. And I could kind of see myself like obsessing over some small detail like that. It might, I mean, I know she's being totally, my logical self is like she's being totally superficial. Like, why does it matter that her guy is like not, is not that tall? You know, you shouldn't care about those things. But it's just so funny. I like weirdly feel her pain. Like, and also she converted, which I'm assuming is converting to Judaism, which, as right. a Jewish person, I can attest from what I've heard, it's a pain in the freaking ass. My friend Madison converted to Judaism and it was a lot of classes. Yeah, just like Charlotte on Sex in the City. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, well, as a tall lady de- uh, engaged to a short Jewish man, I was like, mood. Hashtag mood reading this. <laughs> Wait, I mean, so are you on her side or are you on the guy's side? So, I mean, uh, yeah, obviously... On its surface, this girl sounds a little crazy, but you know what? We all have our moments. If people overheard snippets of some of my conversations with friends out of Same. context, Same. I might sound like a bitch too. I mean, I I've never like said this. a psychopath. But I, so I screenshotted this and I sent it to Ian. And oh my God, what did he with, say? You know, I, I provided no context. I didn't say anything. And he just responded and he was like, I'll wear lifts and you don't have to convert. And I was like, good answer. Oh, what a sweetie pie. But do you really want him to wear lifts or no? Um, you know, to be honest, I never thought about it because in our day-to-day life, it doesn't really matter. But sitting here talking about it, what I think of our wedding photos... I don't want to be taller. Really? And my hair is probably going to be like a smidge bigger than usual because I'll have it done. And like that inch of hair that you get plus a veil, I might look like a giant Um, next to Lil E, boy. Yeah. All right. Well, he could get lifts. Nobody will know. Lifts are like, I don't know exactly how they work either. But you I just know. I, that was Google my favorite them. part. That's how you know it was real. Ryan, she was like, fuck, I don't know how it works. Just get them. Just get them. I know Ryan Seacrest wears lifts all the time. I know that from when I was an intern for him. Uh, you know, I don't think it's that hard. Just, yeah, I guess if it's important, just tell him to get the lifts. The pictures will look better. Or, you know what? I'll just ask our photographer to do some kind of optical illusion Where, you know, play with perspective, make it look like he's taller. Yeah. I'll just like walk a couple inches ahead of him and it'll work. Yeah. They'll be great. I don't know how it works. This story is just so funny. I love that someone like tweeted the entire conversation that they overheard. It's just makes my heart warm. Pure joy. (laughs) Um, So that's that's my story for the week. What what's going on with you? Okay. So I have one of my good friends. 
who listens to our podcast and he texted me. He told me not to use his name or use the app that he's talking about. So let's okay. call him Ollie because that's somebody else that we used to work with. So I'm borrowing. Not to an- be confused with the real Ollie. <laughs> yeah, this isn't my actual friend Ollie. But Ollie said, I just came home to a weird situation that reminds me of a T-I-W-I-S, aka this is why you're single-esque dilemma. And so I said, please do tell. So he says, a cleaning woman from an app, which I won't say the name, comes to my apartment every two to three weeks. It's often the same woman. I usually let her in and leave for work. Obviously, I have small talk with her, but I'm out the door fast. Today, I come back and see this note. And he screenshots the note or he oh takes a picture and sends God. it to me. Hello again. Uh, it's Nicole from the app. You know, of course, I will like for you to call me. This is an app where you hire like cleaning services. And she leaves her number. I called thinking it had something to do with the apartment or my sink, which had a leak a while back. She didn't pick up, so I texted. Hi, Nicole. It's Ollie from your 8.30 a.m. appointment. I just got home from work and saw your note. Did everything go okay? Hello, Ollie. Yes, everything went well. I'm just a shy person, and I just wanted to tell you for the longest I find you attractive, and I just had to let you know. That was all. So... Ollie writes, I didn't reply immediately as I was a bit flummoxed. I was texting with my sister and she was very suspicious. Like she's been in your home, etc. That is weird. So many true crime podcasts, uh, but fair point. I was a bit uneasy and always wary of scams. And I just write, oh my God, this is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So then she texts. So in the meantime, he's texting with his sister being like, what do I do? Because his sister is like, awesome person she's like she is good at this because my mind did not go to the true crime scammer no. place i was just like oh well, i guess you know you're out you're you're gonna lose a cleaning lady now because yeah. it's gonna be awkward no, I, I was just worried about the awkwardness his no his sister's the best so he texts his sister and while he's doing that this the woman texted him again said i want to apologize i hope you don't feel you know any way uncomfortable i just wanted to give you a compliment So I wrote him and said, I agree. This is very weird to have someone with access to your underwear drawer and all of your personal belongings saying they have a crush on you, like very invasive, also um, unprofessional. But also, what do you do when you're crushing on someone whose house you clean? Right. Uh, I mean, you can't have her clean your house again. That's for sure. But unless, well, even if the feeling is mutual, then it's weird too. It's weird because like normally if you would go on a date with someone, you'd be like, after a few dates is when you'd be like, want to come over to my house? But like in this way, she's like, I've already cleaned your toilet. Right. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, so anyways, I said, you know, like, yeah, I don't even know what you would say unless you have a crush on her. What was she like? What were your interactions like? Uh, and he says, you know, I almost wrote no worries. It was, it was a nice thing to say, but I didn't. You know, all we talked about is the weather and commutes. <laughs> uh, so I told him, I was like, what I would write back is no worries. Thanks. You know, just in case she was, you know, just just if you don't want to be an asshole and not write back, I would right. just say, no worries. Thanks. What would you have written back? Oh, God. Um, uh, I feel like I probably, there would have been a lot of typing out things and then erasing them and she would have seen the little dot, dot, dots going and I would have felt pressure knowing she saw the dot, dot, dots. But I think that's that, why you always start texting your notes yes. section of your phone. Yeah, I think I would be like, oh, thank you so much. Like, oh, or I'm seeing somebody. Like, how the hell would she know? Like, yeah. if you're lying, I'd well, be like, Well, she did That's- go through all of his shit for all <laughs> all he knows. She was like on his computer, like looking at things that was like, a haping single, you know? Right. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think if I were him, I'd be like, oh, I'm actually seeing somebody, but thank you for the compliment. That's always nice to hear yeah you're see you're you went above and beyond so i wrote him and said i hope she didn't make a spare copy of your extra keys and he said oh the scenario of me being murdered has already been floated uh meanwhile i'm worried if she's actually shy and this isn't a step you know step one of a uh a scam i would hate to hurt if this is not step one of a scam i would hate to hurt her feelings um so you know there's people you know we're worried about like the fact that then i texted him today and was like i hope she didn't like take have you counted the underwear in your drawer like oh my god i i mean who knows funny though like it's so like people have to really build up the courage to like share their feelings when they like somebody and like this is a common thing like not knowing how to express that you have a crush on someone and then the second that you do it's like she's a murderer she's a scammer she uh made a copy of your key i mean she might have but it's just funny that it's there funny. was this domino effect of drama. Well, it's also different because it's a woman saying they have a crush on a man where if it was like the other way around. So like his sister said, you know, if I said, 
like the thing you wanted to say, which was like, thank you, you know, blah, blah, blah. If I said that as a woman, I would have just okayed my own murder. You know, that is super true. Well, then why did you respond? The defense lawyer would ask me as I sit in my wheelchair on the stand. (laughs) (laughs) She's totally, and she's totally right. Yeah. And I mean, I'm telling you, his sister always has good advice. A man doing that definitely is way more threatening and like, yeah, especially like change your lock and they've already been in your house. You would be like freaked the fuck out if it was a guy doing it. So why is it different when if it's a woman, women can be murderers, maybe, maybe less so statistically. if, If we look at the numbers, most serial killers are men. I know. Or at least most serial killers that get caught. Yeah. Women are just more careful. So, you know, talking it through with Ollie, I was like, you know, I think we came to the conclusion that like, I, I think she was just shy and nice and was, you know, not thinking about the fact that, that you can't ask somebody out whose house you clean because it's just, it's inappropriate when you've been through all of their stuff. That's the weird part, you know, but it's also a bummer because, you know, she probably, it's might be, it might be hard to meet people and like, this is, this is her office. Yeah. If she had written into us, what advice would we have given her? Probably not to leave a note. I would probably say don't leave a note. Yeah. And I'd be like, you know, if you're making small talk with him and you get the sense that like he's crushing on you back, you could maybe, you know, start to talk about things you have in common. But right. I think, you know, he has to be the one to ask you out. And but like or like invite him to a thing. Although even if that he is asked already her, happening. Yes. Invite him to a thing that's already happening that's like a group hang. Yes. I don't think you can just leave a note. Cause like he can't I was like, you can't have her clean your house again, right? No. It'd be was so he weird. Like, even considering that? No, he didn't want her to let he's such a nice guy. So he didn't want her to be like out of work. And I was like, I was like, you're not putting someone out of work by not having them come once every other week, you know? Well, I mean But he's such he's so nice. He think he, he was like, she's a nice person. She probably was just shy. Um, but well, I, I think it's just gonna be too weird. He could have it, you know, do it and see what happens. And if it's too weird, then he could like I think once yeah. you know someone has a crush on you and then you're leaving them in your house, you know, alone with, with, they, they're going, I just think it's too weird. I do. Well, um, if he does have her come back, that's great because that's more content for the show. So let us know, Ollie. Yeah, let us know, Ollie. Uh, also, remember, not the real Ollie. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> this is bizarro world, Ollie. Uh, so, anyways, thank you for that story. Uh, I loved it. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's amazing. It's so good. All right, we're going to take a quick sponsor break and then we're jumping into what's in the news. We would like to thank our sponsor, Joybird. Have you heard about the revolution in online furniture shopping and Joybird, the company behind it all? Angela, you have been on a decorating spree. So you knew all about Joybird before I even did. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been way into Joybird for a long time. Uh, I love like a bright, bold color. You know, yellow is kind of my signature. Lately, you've been like a cartoon character where anytime I see you, you're like in yellow, like this is your cartoon outfit, but I'm very into it. It's working. And when I'm in my home, I'm basically camouflaged because like I have yellow chairs and everything. I just blend right into my surroundings. And that's uh, what I love about Joybird is they have like that mustard yellow color in like couches and chairs. Uh, They have more than that, but I'm just personally very into the yellow. Uh, with Joybird, you get one-of-a-kind furniture made to your unique tastes. You turn your ideas into reality with hundreds of styles and options. They have mid-century modern to contemporary classics, customizable in an amazing array of fabric choices from rich buttery leather and plush velvets to every color imaginable, not just yellow. They have a wide range of kit kid and pet friendly upholstery options available plus free personal design consultants to help nail down your perfect design yep it's great to have a little bit of help uh and they they have it all Guys, see how Joyboard is revolutionizing online furniture shopping. Create the furniture that brings you joy today at joybird.com slash single. Go to joybird.com slash single and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order. That's a pretty big hookup when you're designing apartments, trust. Uh, All you got to do is use offer code single. That's joybird.com slash single and then use offer code single to get that 25% off. Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? Okay, so I was reading Cosmo and this. Yes, Cosmo. 
Uh, and sorry, the I waited for a sound cue. Um, and this article caught my eye because I it spoke to my soul. It was why roasting each other is secretly making your relationship stronger by Taylor Andrews. When I saw that you picked this story for this week, I was like, of course she picked this story because she wants to justify all of the <laughs> the you know cute. I would say loving negging that that she does with Ian because I yes. know how you guys are together. You guys are soups cute, but like negging is like your thing. Whereas yes. whenever I try to do it with Nick, like I see your guys's witty banter. You've screenshotted me some funny combos. It always makes me laugh. And I'll try to do the same with Nick, but he gets like actually butthurt. He doesn't know how to like <laughs> neg me back. See, and like I I get it. It's maybe it's not for everybody, but we did our list of like uh, must haves and can't stands recently. And I don't think I included this, but I should have. Like, I like somebody because I'm a self-deprecating person. So I like another person that's like a little self-deprecating and can laugh at themselves and laugh at me laughing at myself. But it's a balance because you also have to be supportive. Like, that can't be your whole relationship. Totally. So here's here's the research. They said, according to research done at Appalachian State University, one of the strongest indicators of a healthy relationship is a couple who lives to roast each other on a regular basis. And like I said, they said the key is it has to be done strategically, as in you're doing it on purpose and all in the name of good fun. So you can't be really mean. Remember like that Office episode? I don't know if, you're, if you watch The Office, but where uh, Michael Scott doesn't really know how to roast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end... Well, Michael just, Scott doesn't know how to do anything. Right. But then at the end of the episode, he just says like really cutting mean things and he's like, boom, roasted. <laughs> um, so you can't do that. It no. has to be... A- I, I'll try to do like loving things like, I don't know. I can't even think of one. But like I'll like jokingly tell him his hair is gracie. Is that me? Is that am I? I'll jokingly be like, "You're disgusting." You need to wash your hair. Is that am I Michael Scott? It all depends. (laughs) It all depends on how you do it. Maybe I don't know how to do it. (laughs) Uh, I mean, because he Nick has the thing where he doesn't use shampoo. He just uses conditioner. I use shampoo like once a month. I'm like, (laughs) you need to use shampoo next time. Well, <laughs> there's definitely a difference between uh, criticizing someone and <laughs> All right, lovingly, you know jokingly. Maybe this is why he doesn't like my negging. You could be like, what, you should just be like, oh, sorry, I slipped on the grease that's falling off your head. <laughs> Maybe that's a cuter way of doing it. Okay, I'm gonna do being that. Like you're disgusting. All and right. you smell. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna text you next time. I, will, I like have a neg, and then you'll turn it into a roast. Okay. Fair, fair deal. Um, my favorite thing that I do to Ian um, is that he is obsessed with cleaning, which is great. But like, I, sometimes I just want to relax and we'll be like watching TV at night, and he disappears, and I'm like, "Where'd you go?" And he's cleaning the toilet bowl. So like, we'll be out, and I'll be. Do like, not complain. Just stop I know, your story. I know. But, Shut up. You but have a like, guy that cleans the freaking toilet bowl, and I don't even think Nick knows what a toilet bowl is. No, but it would be fine. But then he makes me guilty for not also doing that i'm like well i'm not like obsessed with cleaning and that's this is where the nagging comes in i'm like listen i know you love to clean the toilet bowl it's your favorite thing in the world i'm sorry it's just not fun for me so we'll be out like having fun and i'll be like do you wish we were home so you could clean the toilet bowl oh see that's cute would that be more fun than like being here at this bar for you (laughs) Uh, (laughs) all right so tell us quickly what are other ways that that you clearly know how to do a good roast. You're like the roast queen. <laughs> Thank you. But what the are other master. ways that other people that, that have not mastered this, like myself, can do? So yeah, these are great things that can happen within your relationship if you are able to roast each other. So one, your quirks are celebrated. So making fun of each other isn't about hurting the other person or going for a low blow. It's about having fun fun uh they said when you roast each other's quirks you are effectively pointing out the little sometimes ignored sides of your personality it also helps form a deeper connection so if you ask the roaster what they find most attractive about their partner there's a good chance that it could be the exact thing that they roast them over case in point ian cleaning the toilet bowl i do appreciate that he does that right you know so. yeah but and you roast him okay that makes sense i'm learning I'm yeah learning. You're, you're learning the art it's an art That's why Jeffrey Ross has a career, (laughs) although he's really mean. Um, It also adds fun to your relationship. There's a thing called endorphins, which also release after some sexy time. So Cosmo said, why not combine the two and take your roast session to the bedroom? I thought that was sort of a weird suggestion. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Um, But it did remind me of something that Ian does to me. Um, I wear a shower cap a lot. I'm like, Nick, I guess I don't wash my hair enough. So I wear a shower cap in the shower and I feel very self-conscious because it is a very ugly look 
it looks to rock. ridiculous. I have one too, but I won't let Nick see me with my shower cap because it looks right. so weird. And that's the thing is I don't like when Ian sees me with it on, but sometimes we'll just be talking in the morning and we'll have like full out conversations while I'm wearing my shower cap and he calls me Mother Goose. Okay. <laughs> So that's become my nickname. That's how he roasts me. Like I'll be saying something really serious and he'll be like, okay, Mother Goose, because I look like Mother Goose. You do. You would do in a shower cap. shower cap. But that's like, I guess, but I'm also naked. So it's like, that's what it reminded me. It's, it's like sort it's like of sexy. sexy, but ro- like a, a sexy roast. Sexy Mother Goose. Um, finally, two more ways. It's uh, way more intimate than you might think. think. It can be comforting to know you and your significant other have each other's backs, especially when the roasting makes you feel more understood, seen, and not alone. Because like my shower cap, maybe it's a side that only your partner sees. And finally, it doubles as um, an op to call them out. See, that's the only one that I do. (laughs) (laughs) And according to Cosmo, it says they'll get the hint, hopefully without a full-blown fight. Yeah, like just wash your hair, use shampoo. (laughs) Okay. We're going to work on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You want to know what I've been reading? Yes. I've been reading Elite Daily. I chose this story because of the theme of this week's episode. It's four things you'll notice if your partner isn't ready to move in, but is still very much in love. So things are good. They're just not ready to move in. This is perfect. This is written by Christy Piana. She says, number one, they avoid talking about it, which these all sound very obvious, but you got to, you know. Let me explain. If your partner knows you want to live together, but they really don't want to, they'll probably avoid the subject anytime you bring it up. The method of avoidance can be done by deflection, humor, or changing the subject. They also, number two, might scoff at the idea of other couples who've moved in together. So when your friends take the next step in the relationship and decide to move in, you know, he might like, he might kind of be like, ugh, like how, like, wouldn't moving in, like, that must suck. Like, I can't believe, you know, you know, Betsy gave up her really sick apartment so she could move into Jack's one bedroom. Right. You know? My favorite thing is when people try and act like other people are rushing into something, but they're like going at the right pace. Like, yeah. oh, they've been together three years and they're already moving in together. Like, yeah, three that's years. That's what appropriate. Exactly. Uh, also, they're very clear about wanting to go back home. So like, let's say you have an incredible weekend together and you're cuddled in bed watching movies or not watching movies, aka like having sex. But then the second that like, you know, it's Sunday, your your significant other just wants to leave. They state the necessity of why they must return to their own residence. Reasons might be like they need to sleep better or, you know, work as, you know, do some work or be creative. Just anything that shows you that they don't completely feel comfortable in your space and like being around you. They just really want more alone time. Uh, also, yeah, number four, they truly just need space. Perhaps your partner doesn't stay over longer on the weekend or a night or two in the week because they need their own space, which is totally understandable. But if your partner constantly needs a lot of alone time, moving in together may not be the best thing for your relationship at the moment. Hmm. What what do you think about these? Well, I'm sure we'll get more in depth about this when we do our little reason of the week breakdown, but I have been in both positions. I have been the person that wanted to move in, but I've also been the person that didn't want to move in. Um, and I think that like, you just really need to listen to what your partner is saying and not look for, not like read between the lines and like try and hear what you want to hear. Because usually if somebody's like, yeah, I'm not really ready to move in, that means they're not ready to move in with you. Exactly. They also suggest like if you try to leave your toothbrush or contact solution and they're like, oh, you forgot your toothbrush, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like they like if they're very rigid about their space and they don't want to compromise any any like, you know, of their tidiness or. Yes. I remember I told this story on the podcast once, but I had a friend whose coworker, she was with her boyfriend for like five years. She moved to New York to be with him and he wouldn't even let her keep her toothbrush in his apartment. Yeah, no, that's, that's not a cool. bad man. And they for- broke up. I'm happy to say. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. We're going to get into this much more later, but those are some tips from our friends over at Elite Daily. All right. We're going to jump into our mailbox, but first let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, OkCupid. OkCupid is the only dating app that finds you someone based on who you are and what you're into. And there are awesome people like you who are into what you're into. On the OkCupid dating app, you can actually tell people what you're into. Isn't that nice, Angela? That is so nice. I I think it's very nice because I met my fiance on OkCupid. And I met Nick 
kind of through OkCupid. He went on an OkCupid date with my one of my best friends and roommates, and it didn't work out with them. But then, uh, you know, they stayed friends. She invited him to her holiday party because, you know, I guess people on OkCupid are OkCupid the dating app. They're they're maybe not as creepy, so they stayed friends. Sure. And then I met him at her party. So we owe our entire lives to OkCupid, and I do like it that you can you can talk about what you're interested in for. For instance, I'm currently interested in matcha. Oh. So if somebody wanted to get like I would maybe list that on my on my profile and if they wanted to say, "Oh, hey, Laura, want to get a matcha latte with me?" I'd be like, "Yes. Thank you for taking the time to read what I'm into." And that's like a really good one because it's it A gives you like a date date idea and it also kind of indicates like I'm sort of a healthy minded person it says a lot about you you know like what was on Ian's OkCupid profile uh, well actually his profile said message me if you love going on hikes and eating pho we've talked about this before right right we and, have you don't like hikes and I don't like either of those things oh, actually oh okay um, but you thought but he I was cute him anyway <laughs> so but I knew going into it that he liked hikes and that was important for later when he wanted to go on hikes I wasn't surprised and you had to kind of pretend that maybe you didn't hate them. Yes, at first. That didn't last long. Now he's well aware that I hate them. <laughs> Still provided a solid foundation for getting to know one another. Um, here, and like that's okay, Cupid's thing. That's what I love okay, Cupid for. They like you Agreed. Just, you know a lot about the other person before you even meet them. Okay, Cupid, the dating app lets you answer a ton of fun questions that let you be seen by the people who are going to be into you. The okay, Cupid dating app has tons of answers to the questions. Like, like what are some questions they have now? They have one is do you care about Supreme Court nominees? You know, if you want to get into like politics, is a Die Hard a Christmas movie? I feel like that's a conversation you would get into yes i don't love care that. would you pay an extra five dollars for guac these are like some of the questions you can answer my my would be like mm, five dollars a little bit steep but yes i would do it um something funny that i actually screenshotted from when ian and i first met because you can compare your answers obviously and they asked like is astrological sign important to you and surprisingly i said no and he said yes but it still I worked out <laughs> It but still worked out. I didn't know Ian was so into being a Pisces considering I told him he was a Pisces. He didn't even know that when we met. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, the but, but the questions, they're really fun. That's the thing. They're so fun. Like, Sometimes I just used to fill them out, not even like with the hope of meeting somebody. I was just like, this is fun to answer questions about myself. Who doesn't like talking about themselves? I love talking about myself. And you guys, you listeners, you can be yourself and enjoy all of the awesome people like you who want to meet you on the OkCupid dating app. Download the free app today. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Squarespace. Think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. That's what Angela and I have been doing when we were just a tiny sketch show. And now we've been using Squarespace for almost six years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, for a variety of things. We have it for the podcast you have it for your other sketch show we have personal websites wedding websites we have everything because yep. so many different people can use squarespace it doesn't really matter what you do that's right you don't have to be a bride or a podcaster or an author you can be a designer a nutritionist an architect a jewelry designer that's fun maybe you're a furniture maker if you are any of those things get in touch we want to see your stuff send us the link to your squarespace website yeah we would love to see it because squarespace is encouraging people to make it they want you to turn your cool idea into a new website and showcase your work don't be overwhelmed by the thought of making a website Squarespace makes it super easy. They give you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. They have a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions. And if you get confused, there is 24-7 award-winning customer service to help you out. Check out squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash single for the free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. All right, Angela, we are jumping into the mailbox. But first, I wanted to read some feedback we got. So you and I talked about gossiping about our husbands. Yes. And we got this email from one of our listeners. It said, hi, 
Lauren Angela. I listen to you ladies every week all the way in London, UK with my soon-to-be one-year-old daughter. Your show brings me great joy. Congratulations, Angela, on your engagement. Laura, I wanted to say that I was agreeing out loud with you on this week's episode. I, too, feel a deep loyalty to my husband and no longer want to vent to my friends about our relationship precisely because I don't want people to have ideas about our marriage, which I feel like this is something you're going to experience more once you're married, Angela, mm-hmm. which you probably already experienced it like living with Ian and being engaged. Like you don't want to tell your friends like, Hey, I just gave Ian a blow job, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Then they don't really want to necessarily yeah, know. But we, we, what we were talking about a few episodes ago was about how we don't want to gossip about our, our significant others. Cause we feel if we're in a fight, it just feels, it feels weird. Like I don't want our friends to think, you know, that, that our relationship is in trouble or when it comes to like sexy stuff. When we first started dating, I'd be like, Oh my God, so let me tell you all about the sex. And that just feels weird to do with your husband. You know? Yeah. Something actually that I've been learning lately, cause seeing other friends fight with their significant others and stuff. I think that it's good to vent once the issue has been resolved and you're not like all emotional and heated about it. That's a great idea. Because what she says without talking about it, she says, it's true that this is also a bit counterproductive because I never really know if my husband and I are unique for having difficulties or not. We are new parents, so it's been a year full of immense love, but also challenges as we grow into our new family. I think the loyalty we feel is to do with a feeling that you have become a family and ultimately that you, what you have is precious and you want to protect it. But, but you know, it, it's hard to not to feel like you can like fully vent about anything because I feel like when you first start dating someone, you vent about every little thing and I just feel like weird about doing that anymore I definitely have a big mouth but I'm working on it uh (laughs) what else do we have in the mailbox okay let's see we have an anonymous question first up they say uh love the show I've been I've now been in a relationship with a guy for three months and he is amazing we have so much in common yet he challenges me in new and interesting ways and is so much fun to be around Even though some may consider it to be too soon, I feel like I found the love of my life and the guy I want to be with forever. How long did you say? Oh, they're together. Three months. Reminder. Uh, We have both been told each other, or I'm sorry, we've both told each other we love each other and we have already brought up moving in together. Is there such a thing as moving in together too fast? Yes. Yes. Because you're still in the butterfly phase. You're still still in the rose-colored, like, you know, oh my God, just excitement phase at three months. Yeah. And your relationship changes a lot once you move in together. So like, do you really want to rush to change this like good thing you got going right now? But we'll finish your question. You say, I've never lived with a significant other and I am a little nervous about how our relationship may change if we live together. Also not to be old fashioned, but do you think we will be taught talking or taking anything away from our marriage if we decide to live together now no that i disagree with i actually very strongly believe you should live with somebody before you marry them um because it could be a real shock when you do finally move in together and you're not compatible Uh, okay so she continues the last thing i want to do is take away a man's motivation to put a ring on it if he's already living with me i can hear my parents in the back of my head disapprovingly saying we are playing house together Uh, however, I know, Old school. yeah, that's, that's silly. However, I know we are both in a stage of our lives where we want to get married sooner than later. And I don't think it would be delaying us any. In fact, from my conversations with him, it seems like this would be the next step before engagement. What do you ladies think? Well, personally, I think three months is probably a little bit too soon. For me, I was so in love with Nick at three months. I actually remember thinking like, I love this guy. Like, I want to be with him forever. Mm-hmm. We didn't move in together for a year and a half. And even though I I knew he was the person that I wanted to be with, or at least I, you know, I thought I did at the time, and obviously he ended up being. But when we moved in, it was still really hard. It was a big shock for me. I remember, I, you know, just feeling like, we moved everything in. I was like, I kind of almost got like an anxiety attack where I was like, oh my God, my like my little sanctuary of my bedroom that's all mine, my own bedroom is gone. I I don't have any of just any space that's just totally mine, you know? Right. Whereas like, even though I always had roommates, my bedroom was just mine. And that was my like, that was my safe space. I could do whatever I wanted in there. If I had a shitty day, just close the door and it was my bedroom and no place was mine. And I kind of had a little bit of a, like a freak out where I felt like I had, I had no grounding, you know? Yeah. And that, that took a while to, to get used to. I also think that like, you know, 
who like you're you guys are feeling really strong feelings for each other it's three months in and that could very well last forever but it could also change in a month because you don't fully know somebody at three months and you don't want to like go through the effort of moving in together and then finding out two months later that like you're not compatible and then having to move out it just like it ups the ante in a way that like is unnecessary you know it makes things way more complicated than they need to be the logistics of moving are ugh. A big uh a big uh like moving vans and moving yeah. shit and leases and yeah so like the stakes are just high if you gotta like move out especially just this soon just give it a little bit of time i know you guys want to get engaged and i don't to be honest before i moved in with nick i remember thinking like i am not gonna move in with somebody until we until i'm married and not that i'm like it's not that i'm a very traditional person it's funny, my, my parents did that, you know, because they, they had a long-distance relationship, so just they, they didn't live in one place until they got married. But I do remember thinking, like, I kind of want it to be special. And in my head, I remember thinking, like, well, if we fight when we're married, which, you know, the, I, I have to tell you, or at least in my experience, the fights went up after moving in because you're just yeah, – you're, comp- you're compromising and you're negotiating things. So, so we fought more than we ever had during those first probably two years that we moved in with each other. But I remember thinking like, well, if we're married and we're fighting after we move in, like the fights, I just remember thinking like they probably won't last as long because we know like, okay, we're married. We're in this forever. We're in this (laughs) together forever. Like, so that's just like in your head. Whereas if we're fighting, it's almost like a test to see like if is this the person I want to be with. So if we're yeah. fighting, maybe they'll be like, mm, maybe I shouldn't be with this person. Maybe that was a cynical way to look at it, but that was what I was thinking. I was like, well, I don't want to like, you know, do, do, am I making sense? I think so. Like, I think like the way I'm interpreting what you're saying is like it's like a good test run. It's like it's good to move in with somebody and do a test run to see if you're compatible. But you also you shouldn't just do that with anybody. It should be with somebody who you are pretty serious with. Yeah, I, I guess I my point is like I, I see both sides. Like I can see how waiting to move in with somebody until you're married could be good because any fights you have, you're in it together. I don't think the fights will be as hard. But I but Angela and I we both you know lived with people before we got engaged, and ultimately I think it was it was a great thing for 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 Nick and I. Who knows if we would have fought the as much as we did at the when we first moved in if we if we were married I don't know if that would have changed anything I'll you know who knows can't go back in time but we learned a lot and now we're in like just such a great space and it's so he's so easy to live with and we all those fights and compromises and negotiations like ended up being worth it in the long run for us yeah I can't I truly cannot imagine marrying a person that I didn't live with first like I just think that you, it's a way that you level up your relationship. It's kind of like the in-between phase between dating and marriage. It's like the trial run. You can really see what a, what, a date, tri- yeah. what a day in the life of is like together. Like my brother and his girlfriend, they like eat breakfast and like play little games, like play card games with each other. They like, you know, you kind of figure out your routine. So but you then also when have to do like the not fun cute. Like when you're living separately and you're dating, every time you see each other is kind of special because you're like, okay, this is the time I'm setting aside to be with this person. But when you live with somebody, it's like there's a lot of downtime where you have to just do your daily life things and that other person just happens to be there. That's so true. Because when you are seeing each other when you're dating, usually it's like you're focused on that person. You're not going to be, I mean, maybe you'll be like, hey, can I come over and like, you know, answer my work emails on my computer while you do something else? I just want to like be around you. You might do that every now and then, but there's a lot more of that when you're living with someone of just like the day in the life stuff. So that's a good point. Yeah. But to Uh, answer your final question about like, that being afraid that he won't propose if you move in together. I think that that's bullshit. That's like, that's like, and if our he doesn't want to propose, generation yeah. believe that it's like, it's not true. And if he doesn't want to propose because you're already living with each other, then like, he probably wasn't going to propose anyway. Exactly. All right. What else we got in the mailbox? Okay. Next up. This is actually an older question. It's from 2017. But it finally fits this week's episode. Yeah. So I, I threw it in here because why not? Even though I, it's way too late to help out. The person that wrote in, it might help out other people listening. Right. Or, and maybe they've been waiting to hear from us before they made a decision. Yeah. So oh luckily we're finally getting around to I it. I hope not. Okay. So here's what she wrote. She says, I've been with my current boyfriend about six months and things are great, though obviously still kind of early. We're both in our 30s and I have never felt quite so settled in a relationship before. The only problem is that we live in cities an hour apart. 
We agree we want to see each other more, but that we are not ready to move in together. On top of that, he's allergic to my pretty old cat. Oh no. I have enough flexibility in my job to work remote three days each week with the nature of his work, while the nature of his work requires him to be in the office daily. I feel like the eventual solution is that I find my own place in his city. After thinking on it for a while, I've decided that I'm willing to do that. But how do I broach this conversation with my boyfriend and when? Thanks. That'd be hilarious if she's still waiting. Also, her cat probably died by the time this episode aired. Just kidding. I hope not. I, I thought the cat was going to factor more into the story. Well, but it's my favorite part of the story. As long she, as they're living separately, I don't think we need to like wish the wish death on the cat. No, because she says like on top of that, he's allergic to my and then sure it's pretty old cat. It's like, yeah. well, he's pretty old. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about that that long. It'll resolve itself. It will resolve itself. I don't know, Angela. What do you think she should do? Um. She says, but how do I broach this conversation with my boyfriend and when? So like definitely um, it needs to be a mutual decision. <laughs> so it is if you're going to do it, you got to talk about it with each other. I think that if it's not a comfortable conversation to have with him, then I'm surprised that you're at the point where you're considering moving for him. I mean, it's always like nerve wracking. I remember when I broached the subject to move in with Nick, I did it like at like a cute romantic dinner. I was like, so my lease is up. I was wondering if you want to like live with each other. And he was like, yeah, it was so easy. Aww. But I remember like working myself up and being so nervous about it. Um, There's definitely, yeah. I, it's funny because they live an hour apart, which kind of reminded me of you and Ian when you were in Astoria and he was in Brooklyn, which yes. was kind of like the same distance. And But you made it work. Like, I don't even know it if It does she... get exhausting though. Like, I get it. And like at a certain point, you're spending a lot of time at the other person's place. You're leaving your stuff there and you're just like, oh God, it would be so much easier if we lived closer. Um to, to move and not move in with him, you're right. Like for only an hour apart does kind of seem like a big Yeah, I don't move. I don't think that's worth it yet, to be honest. I don't think she should like move and if she's not moving in with him. I think she should just stay in her place. Because that's if she think. waits out like six more months about, give or take, then it could be appropriate for them to live together. Yeah. So if you're going to bring up any conversation, I would bring up the conversation of like, hey, in the future, just moving in is moving in something you see in our future. That's what I would say. I agree. All right. If we hope that's helpful. If, if uh, well, hopeful to you listeners, if anybody else wants your questions answered or if you have any funny messages that you want to share, email us at contact at this is why your single show.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is to move in or not move in. Moving in is a huge decision. Uh, I, I knew I wanted to live with Nick for a while, and then it kind of happened naturally when my lease was going up. Uh, but I don't know. There's there's a few things I would say to like keep in mind when you're when you're moving in with somebody the first is what is the real reason that you want to do this like are things rocky and you hope that moving in will will help like then in that case don't do it yeah i would agree with you there um also is it just to save money that's usually at least one reason but it definitely should not be your main motivator to live with someone yeah but is it is it just more convenient because that was a big thing for me i was always going to nicks and then like having to bring my clothes and go to work and we were just spending so much time at each other's place at some point it was like all right it just makes more sense for us to move in together because we're at each other's place as much as as we can and most importantly, is it a natural next step? Like usually I feel like it would have come up between the two of you. Like you've been together long enough where it's it would organically come up in conversation and it just feels right. Exactly. Um, so we have a few tips for when you do move together. I would say that I think would make things a little smoother. If you can afford it, get a housekeeper just like once a month. It's honestly cheaper than couples therapy. And you know, um, unless you have a, unless you have somebody like Ian that cleans toilet bowls. No, I actually, let me tell you guys, because Ian's such a cleaner and I'm not, when we moved in together, this really became the main thing that we fought about. So now we also have a cleaning lady that comes once a month. She has not left Ian any notes yet saying that she thinks he's Thank cute. Thank God. But uh, it has been a huge uh, relief on our relationship having Catalina come. Thank goodness. Uh, also, you know, everyone do their own laundry. Just, just do your own laundry so you don't have to fight about laundry. And everyone, you know... Pitch him with chores if you can. Like for if I cook, he'll clean or vice versa. You know, like just, you know, try to try to switch it up. I, I agree there. I will say Ian does my laundry, but I do other things to balance that out. Great. 
I cook. I would want Nick to do my laundry. I, I feel too weird about it. I, I know that's I don't I shouldn't, but I but I would. If we had laundry in our apartment, it would be different. But our laundry's in the basement, so I get over it. Yeah. Like hey, here's my. You're like uh, I don't want to go down there. Uh, I would also say find time to be alone. That's so important because you're going to be around your partner so much. Just find time for you to be still feel like you have your like independent alone time. And finally, buy a piece of furniture together and celebrate something that you can both agree on. It might take a while because both of you have to give opinions. But once you find that one item that you both agree on, it feels so good bringing it into your home. It feels so nice. And it feels like, oh, this is something that we're both getting together because, you know, you're going to keep some of your furniture. You're going to keep some of his furniture. When you move in, you're going to have to make compromises. Like he didn't want my art that I had bought on the streets because he's an artist. So he's like, he's very like, you know, it was important what, what's around his space uh but and i didn't want like his like cardboard closets so you know we had to make compromises and so buying a piece together will will i think be a special a special thing yeah ian and i took weeks when we moved in together to find the right shower curtain that we both agreed on sounds silly but we just kept sending links back and forth and we're like eh, closer but not quite and we kept giving feedback and finally we found the one magical shower curtain we agreed on and every time we're in our bathroom we're like I love this shower curtain. Great shower curtain. And that brings us to our reason of the week breakdown. Living together can make or break a relationship, but it's fun to fantasize what it will be like to live with your boo. You're not going to know until you do it. We're going to give fantasizing living with a make-believe boyfriend a go in a game we call Live With, Give Me Space, and Kill. It's like fuck, Mary kill, but we've decided we have to decide who we want to live with, who we want to like just give us some space. Like we're still going to date them. But we're not going to move in. You get it? Right. It's like the 30 year old version of fuck, Mary kill. Yeah, exactly. A little and, more tame and domesticated. And then we decide murder. who we're going to kill. Okay. Are you ready to play Angela? Yes. Okay. First up, Pete Davidson, Justin Bieber, Shia LaBeouf. Who are you going to live with? Who you say, give him a space and who you got to kill. Okay. I'm going to murder the hell out of Justin Bieber. He's dead and gone. Although Shia LaBeouf, I don't even know what he what his status is right now. He can be problematic, so he I need space from him. Actually, you know, we go in waves, so I definitely need space with Shia. Uh, and I guess I'm gonna move in with Pete Davidson, which seems like a great idea. Obviously, it worked out for Ariana. Yeah. Okay, who do you got for me? What's next? Um, Ryan Gosling, The Weeknd, and Orlando Bloom. Okay, I'm going to obviously live with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, obviously. Uh, I'm gonna say give me space the weekend because he just he's like I want to date him I'm very into his thing but I don't know he seems like maybe maybe like like a like a lot of emotions yeah you also might be a rebound because I feel like he's always just getting out of a relationship true so don't rush and I'm gonna kill Orlando sorry bye blue all right all right for you I got the rock Russell Brand and Ben Affleck oh my god um okay let me think about this because there are pros and cons to all of them i think that like i'm going to murder the rock (laughs) because i like him and all but i just don't feel like there's any planet on which we are compatible but i (laughs) I don't see that relationship (laughs) happening either i sure do love moana though um i'm gonna i need some space from russell brand I think that we could be friends, but I need to like take a step back. Yeah, and, but it would be fun to out. listen to like his thoughts on the universe. Yeah, but he might be like better suited to you. He's a little more of a yogi and like totally. into new agey things. So I don't know. I need some space from Russell. I again, I wind up with someone who I didn't intend to, but I'm going to move in with Ben Affleck and wow. make him get rid of his back tattoo and then write an apology letter to Jennifer Gardner and be like, I'm sorry. I love you. It's it's I didn't mean to d- betray you. Yeah, a good. <laughs> I think you'll be a great influence on him. Who you got for me? Okay, A Rod, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> hmm, and Jason Momoa. Okay, so Nick always jokes that I'm obsessed with Jason Momoa because I told him that I want to see 
water aquaman <laughs> aquaman <laughs> waterman <laughs> i almost said water boy i want to see aquaman and nick is like i don't understand why you want to see aquaman if, unless you're in love with jason momoa and he's your celebrity crush i was like i he's not even my celebrity crush nick like i have other celebrity crushes i just really want to see aquaman he's like but why i was like i don't know i just do. i'm with nick why do you want to see aquaman i don't know i like underwater stuff it's like hmm. cool version of like mermaid stuff i don't know okay but I am going to move him with Jason Momoa and prove Great. Nick correct. Uh, he has I'm long go- hair. You like that. Yeah. And then I'm going to kill Jeff Bezos for cheating on his wife. Yeah. And then uh, and then I'm, I'm, I need space for A-Rod. Like, I, but I actually like where he's at in his life, in his like, you know, um, midlife with right. J-Lo. I feel like he's in a good, a good place. Mm-hmm. So I think he'd be like a great, uh, a great person. Right. You just Great. gotta give it time. Just gotta give it just need a little space. Uh all right. For you I've got Prince Harry, Will Forte, and Paul Rudd. Oh, see this round I like because no matter who I move in with, I think they're a good choice. Uh and I think that that person is gonna be Paul Rudd because he just doesn't age and he will look amazing forever. True. Uh, Great to wake up next to him. Yeah. I'm going to murder Prince Harry just because I'm not into the gingy boys. No no offense if you're a gingy. It's just not my preferred flavor and i need some space from will forte because i feel like he could get a little weird i feel like he might have a secret dark side i'm just projecting but i'm also attracted to him and into it so like we need some space right now but potential for the future yeah like i love last man on earth but he can also be like a little grating when you watch yeah. too many episodes so i'm like he'd be fun in pieces yes who do you got for me okay this is our final round we have Jason Mraz, Rami Malik, and Leonardo DiCaprio. So I was creating this game and I asked my mom, I was like, mom, name a celebrity. She goes, Jason Mraz. <laughs> That's how he ended up in um, our quiz. Yeah, I was wondering. I because actually, I asked my mom for a name of a celebrity and the first one she said was Jason Mraz. Um, I've seen Jason Mraz on Broadway. He was in the play Waitress and he was better than I thought he would be. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, that doesn't surprise me. Okay. My celebrity crush currently is Rami Malik. So yeah. I'm going to move in with him, move in with some Malik. Um, and then who should I kill and who should I give space from? <laughs> Between you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jason Mraz. I know that sounds a, like a murder party to me. I know it's like an easy choice for you. I think you would probably kill Leonardo DiCaprio, but I'm actually going to say, give me space, Leo. I, I, I want like a little taste of Leo and I'm going to kill Jason Mraz because I was never a huge fan of his music. Sorry. Ian has a great impression of Jason Mraz where he just goes, he also like <laughs> still wears fedoras, I think. He does. He does wear many hats yeah. and not in like the metaphorical way. He just literally wears many hats and yeah. it's not a good look. Guys, we hope we've cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and we got our audiobook on Audible. Uh, you can also get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. Yeah. For a full list of our sponsors and the codes, you could check out our podcast page on thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. We are also on social. So you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show you can also follow our personals i am at sparadactyl like my last name in the dinosaur and i'm at laura lane rad please like and subscribe on itunes and thank you so much for listening tune in next week for a whole new show bye Bye. this is why you're single 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 that was a headgum podcast